Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning, all y'all. It's Friday, December the 1st, December the 1st, 2023. Uh, And this is episode 120 of the Holstein House broadcast, answering your questions on hosting a B&B from your home, your food pantry, your food preparation and storage questions, and more. And today, oh, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, oh darn, melatonin. (laughs) Melatonin, we talked about that the other day. Um, A little bit of current events and stuff today, uh, and and just uh, a general conversation. So hop over. I'm Obviously, you're seeing me somewhere, and uh, make sure you uh, say hello in the comments so I can say hello back, and uh, if you're on YouTube, same thing, Uh, YouTube and YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook today, so um, I'll be uploading the uh, audio to fountain.fm out of... um, out of Podbean, which is what I use to uh, upload my um, podcast version of the show to a, a bunch of different podcast applications, um, Fountain and um, iHeart and uh, TuneIn. And I, it's supposed to be connecting to Apple to go out to several of the Apple um, podcast connections, but I've figured out the other day that there's a there's a kink in there somewhere and Apple is it hasn't been turned down because I have the email from Apple from a long time ago when I started that they accepted it and but it's not streaming and so I had to go into Podbean and do some I'll call it voodoo it's not really voodoo but some tweaking around with it I tried to get it fixed I don't know if it's fixed or not it said it could take three or four days so that's frustrating but I want to give a shout out to Noster Gang. Um, it's a screen name. Noster Gang um, said hello from Pennsylvania over on the Fountain application, Fountain.fm, and I'm glad to meet you, Noster Gang. Glad to have you aboard. So be sure and say hello anytime you, even if you're watching a replay. You know, put in the comment uh, that you watched the replay and you liked it or you didn't. There, you know, whatever you come up with is fine as long as it's not foul. I'm not a fan of four-letter words. It's a conversation we can have, but doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. But uh, I've I've had I've talked you know I've been on uh, broadcasts and I've been had people on that that use the occasional four-letter word and I, you know I'm not going to throw you off. Unless you like look at me and say, like Elon Musk did yesterday. (laughs) 
Well, it was reported yesterday on the on the news that I watched. He he gave the big f bomb to Disney. <laughs> Elon's a character. I I like him, and uh, I messaged uh, I messaged him on X uh, and asked him to help my church. He never replied back. So if you're a friend of Elon, or if you're a friend of a friend of a friend of Elon, <laughs> tell him my church needs a new roof, and we've got a. Uh, give send go account for that. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, be sure and say hello. I'm over here. I'm trying to watch the different, you know, the different ones that are live streaming. And uh, there's a different, uh, also there's a different application. Or, uh, I don't know if you call it an application. It's an alternative to StreamYard, which is what I primarily use and, and I've paid for. Um, and of course, I found out this other uh, programs out there after I renewed my stream yard, <laughs> but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. So, and I keep saying that and I haven't done it, but I'm going to, I really am. I eventually do whatever it is that I say I'm going to do. I am, uh, you may, you may notice, you may not notice. I'm, I'm really tired this morning and I blame that on the only thing different is I took some melatonin. You know, we talked a couple days ago about uh, melatonin being uh, one of the things that you can take to help you sleep. And um, I forget all, I forget what all we were talking about. But anyway, melatonin came up and I thought, you know, I be, have have had trouble staying asleep. So, um I would, of course, the dogs are part of that. They move, they kick and do things. But I would wake up and stay awake for, you know, a couple hours and then try to get back to sleep. And then once I did get back to sleep, you know, I couldn't hardly get up on time. <clears throat> so um, I took, we have melatonin here at the house. I thought, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take some melatonin. And, and uh, yeah, I had a very difficult night last night. I, I'm going to blame the melatonin because that's the only thing different. Um, what are we doing here? Sorry, I'm looking at something over here that just kind of went weird. Uh, okay. I sorry. I um, I took the melatonin. I had a really rough night, but also, also on Wednesday after. I don't know if it was, yeah, it was afternoon because it was about 2.30. I took a tumble on, uh, off my stairs from the bedroom down to the first floor. Uh, I missed the, let's see, I come down, I, I missed two steps, two and a half, I guess, and come down pretty hard. At, at the foot of our stairs, it, like, so the, here's an outside wall with a window and then the, an outside wall to the front porch or to the front of the house. And then, so the, probably a three foot section and then the door, the front door of the house. So I come down and I overshot the steps. So I come down into it, to the, the floor and uh, rolled my ankle up under me and it didn't break. It isn't, uh, I guess it could be lightly sprained, maybe more like a strain, um, because it's not really swollen. It's tender. Certain ways I move it, it's a little tender, um, but it didn't break. I thought for sure I had broken something. I 
when I after I stopped moving and I was like against the wall and uh and I thought and I, I did holler I hollered oh gosh they did I didn't swear which I'm proud of myself <laughs> but I did I said ow and one dog went up the stairs one dog went to the living room <laughs> it was terrible and I was embarrassed and there was nobody here and uh but I, I I was moving real slow and I thought, oh, I'm going to move that foot and it's going to be broken. I'm going to be in a mess and I'm sitting here and it's just the dogs and how do I let people in? And oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to lay here till Mr. Holstein gets here. And so it was sore, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. So uh, God, the angel that God sends to watch over me was a little late, <laughs> but he got there. So anyway, the point of that is, is that I, I hit, I hit the ground. I rolled my ankle um, and I'm stoved up. So, so that was Wednesday. Yesterday I was a little sore. This morning I'm very sore. It's kind of like after you've been in a car accident where you're rear-ended or something and you're not cut up, you don't have to go to the hospital, but the next day you're kind of, and then by the third day, you're just like, oh, sore everywhere. That's where I am today. I'm really sore. So I didn't get on the um, bike trainer thing. I haven't done that because the, the ankle, the motion, of it hurts the ankle. And I don't want to mess that up. So I'm, I had already decided I was going to lay off it for a couple of days. I'm so sore all through my back and stuff. Complain, complain, complain. That's all I ever do. <laughs> and I'm sorry about that. I don't mean to be a complainer. I know it gets exhausting to listen to somebody complain all the time. I have some of those in my family and it's like, oh my gosh, will you please at least say, oh, look, a flower. You know, just <laughs> It's exhausting. It really is. All right. Let's see what was, oh. <clears throat> so there's nothing going on there, nothing going on there. Uh, there's talking about my fall. I go next week. So you you're going to have to wait. Um, I go on the Thursday next week. So by Friday of next week, I'll be able to tell you what the uh, pulmonist, pulmonist said. Hello, Bob. Bob's come down here. Betty's already down here. Bobo. Knock stuff over, Bobo. That's how you do that. Good boy. So I'll, I'll know by this show next week, I should have some answers on that MRI for my lungs. Obviously, I'm still the, I, I should have called him, I guess. And I guess I still could the um, pulmonologist and say, hey, this inhaler is just eating my lung, my throat up all to pieces. I have a feeling he'll change it to something else. And then that'll be a little easier on my throat. And it, all, it will all be good. It will all be good. That's what I believe. It'll all be good. <laughs> Bobo, you're wearing me out. You can't sit down there. There's no room. Get out of there. There's no room. There's no room, Bobo. There's no room, Stink Bob. Oh, he smells terrible. Quit. They don't want to see you. They don't want to see you. I don't know if they... No, they can't see you anyway. Stink Bob. He does. He smells terrible. And you can give him a bath and he still smells terrible. I think it's his breath, you know. Uh, but uh, he can't, you know, he can't have regular dog treats and stuff that might, you know, help that. Because most of them have uh, 
chicken of some sort, poultry in it. He's not allowed to have poultry. Are you, Bobo? All right, go find a place to lay down. <clears throat> sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I pet my dogs. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, there's no new news on from the pulmonologist uh, yet, and I'm more frustrated than you are because I'd like to get this over with. I keep scratching my nose because I think there's a hair on, on me. <laughs> and uh, let's see, I think that's about it for that. Probably may not be a very long show today, especially if we don't have a lot of interaction. Oh, yeah. Nope, not seeing anything there. I have... Um, Oh, I'm still planning the Christmas thing for the, what day did I say? 19th? I think I said it the 19th. I gotta get the word out about that. I mean, I haven't really put the word out. I really need to say something. I just, I forget. I have so much going on. I just forget. There's nothing new going on with the chickens or the ducks. There wouldn't be anything different going on there. Um, although my, oh, my brown girls are not laying at all. It was, I was getting a white egg and a brown egg. And the last week or has it been a full week. Uh, I think it's been a week. The brown egg layers, my eyes are not laying. I've got one leghorn that's laying. So they need to perk up. I know they won't lay every day because of their age, but I've got too many birds eating and not enough birds laying. <laughs> Oh, our Bible study went fine. Uh, next week, we finish up the book of Revelation. I want to tell you something. I get it that, you, that there's a lot of you out there who are, are opposed to um, organized religion, you may want to say. <clears throat> and there is, there is a lot of room for disorganized religion. The one thing about organized religion is just like we build our communities in the um, preparedness arena and <clears throat> self um, self-sufficient, you know, uh, uh, communities. We the we have a group of things that we believe together, right? There's, um, we believe in in growing as much of our own food as we possibly can, being self-sufficient, doing as much as we can on our own. Um, and so there's a a set of a loose set of rules. Um, you're not going to be kicked out because you raise um, those little miniature cows as opposed to the full the great big cows. So you're not going to be kicked out of the, the consideration of the organizations. Bob, get out of there. He's going to get in trouble. He may have already gotten in trouble. Um, and so, it, you know, organized religion is kind of the same. There's a it's a it's a group. Obviously, it's a huge group in some cases of people who all believe very similarly and they believe similarly enough that they wrote their beliefs down and they say, if you want to be part of this group, you got to do these things. So um, one of the benefits of an organized group, whether it's an official, you know, recognized, certified, whatever you want to call it, organized religion, like you know, the Lutherans or the Episcopalians, the Catholics, the Baptists, the Methodists, whatever it is, one of the benefits is you have people to discuss things with and to flesh things out and to pray for each other and to help understand each other. 
the book of Revelation. John's book of the Revelation is so often misquoted and taken out of context. It's crazy. We have studied that. Next week we'll finish it up. Next week will be uh, chapters 21 and 22. We have studied that. And then we compare it to what people are saying. And some of you guys are going to roll your eyes about it because I've been talking about this before. We compare it to what's being said out there in the world. You know, because of the conflicts going on in the Middle East, people are saying, you know, Christ is coming. But if you study the full book of the Re- John's book of the Revelation, you're going to understand there's a lot more to come. This, it, These aren't the last days immediately. Okay. The the great uh, catching up is, is it, things, other things haven't happened yet. You know, one of the key things that I think is really important in understanding that, yeah, we're, we're about to hit the tribulation period, is the Antichrist. The Antichrist is going to make himself known. And we don't talk about that very often. The Antichrist and the false prophet, we will see them before Christ comes back. So unless you're telling somebody who the Antichrist and the false prophet are, you're not doing it right. Because they have to come first. And you'll understand that if you study the book of Revelation. So, I mean, and there's more to it. That's why we have the whole book. Now, right here at, within arm's reach, this is just the New Testament. And I don't mean just to, to, to diminish it. I'm just saying this doesn't have, this isn't the Old Testament. Um, or the Hebrew Bible, as some people like to say, to be politically correct. So this this references back to two books that aren't in here that that uh, I don't do I, I don't think I have a full Bible down here right now. Um, I ten, I think I have, oh I'm sore. I have all my Bibles upstairs. Um, except for this one, my New Testament. Uh, I think yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all upstairs. I got all my study guides and books up here. I need to read those. Heaven help me read them. Yeah, that's not. No, that's just the case. Anyway. Anyway. My point, my bigger point being is that if it's important to you, then you need to study the book. Okay. And um, there's other books from the Hebrew Bible that it would help you with your study as well. But some of the key things are that you know, these two things have not happened. The Antichrist hasn't announced himself. And what he'll do is he'll say that he is the Christ, that he is the one. And the false prophet will agree and has predicted his coming and stuff. So it, we're close, but we're not we're not in it yet. And that's my understanding. And that's that's part of the reason to come back full circle that you need a group of people to study with. And that um, while it can be discouraging, um, organized religions can be discouraging, there, there is a purpose to them. And sometimes organization is better than disorganization. So anyway, there's that. I, I, I suggest that you get, get your Bible out and you start reading and you read and you discuss it with someone who 
is at or above your level of understanding so that you can share. I mean, God can speak to anybody, but you want someone who is at least where you are so that you can discuss it and pray about it. And don't just pray, but listen. Because if you believe that God answers prayers, you have to listen to what his answer is. Because sometimes it's no and sometimes it's wait. And to say that he didn't answer your prayer when you didn't get what you wanted is is not correct. You, because it's not about what you want. It's about he, what he wants. His will be done on earth. That's how that goes. So, but anyway, get your Bible out and study your Bible. Study your Bible. Our lunch and learn. I'm going to move on. Our lunch and learn was disappointing because the young lady that was going to do the program for us was sick. She didn't. Uh, she wasn't able to call and uh, tell me or email me or anything and say, uh, I, I can't be there because I'm ill. My understanding from her is she took ill fairly quickly, that there were some folks ill at their Thanksgiving gathering. She didn't say what she had. Sounds like the flu to me. But um, she said that uh, she was in bed all day sick and wasn't able to even call. So <clears throat> there's that, unfortunately. And it was rather embarrassing. For, for those of you who give presentations and give trainings, it's really, it's not just courteous, it's important that you contact someone affiliated with wherever you are going to speak or do your presentations and let them know when you can't be there. Because when they have people there wanting to hear the program and you're sitting here saying, I can't get a response, there's no text message response, there's no telephone response, there's no email response, there's no Facebook response. It's, a, it's embarrassing to the individual who were hosting you. It's upsetting to the people who were going to be there to hear your program. But if you can get word to them that, hey, I'm, I'm down with the flu or I'm down with my back or I'm not feeling well for whatever reason, that uh, that can go a long way <clears throat> to uh, maintaining the uh, relationship that you have with the, the people who were hosting you. So if you are not, uh, if you're giving a presentation and you can't be there, please, please contact the person who uh, was hosting you and let them know. <clears throat> so the church is doing a give, send, go. I'm not real good with these things. I can do some framework, but then it's kind of like, now what? So I did create the give, send, go. I mentioned this the other day. I did create the give, send, go for the church roof. And I, I don't know if I can pull it. I'll pull it up if I can here. Um, and we have a, a wonderful donor who wants to stay anonymous, who donated um, uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. I've been logged out, the dumb thing. I have, you know, it's updates. Updates drive me crazy. So they donated a very significant amount. Now the amount that I had have listed is, uh, is what we started out needing it for the very minimum to help us out. How do I get over there to it? We do actually need more. So I want to shoot. Let me see. Do I do it this way? Yeah, here we go. 
I'm going to try to share this page if I can. Morning, Stephanie. Didn't mean to ignore you, honey. I was in the middle of a rant, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good to see you over there, honey. I hope you're hope you're doing well. Hope your Thanksgiving went well. All right. I am not sure how you're seeing this page. I want it to be. Oh, I see how you're seeing this page. I don't like that. I want it to be like. Uh, oh, I bet it's because of this. Here we go. I bet it's because of that. There we go. I think you can see it now. This is the Gives and Go page for the church. And obviously I have a picture of the church there. <laughs> so, and I did, uh, I did load some other images there of our, um, our marquee, the inside of the church, our uh, Lord's table there, and Lord's table there for Christmas with our Advent wreath, and, and I think that's Easter. This is a, uh, a handwritten document that we have posted in the church uh, for its organization. It was organized uh, May the 15th, 1921, so we're over 100 years old. You can't read all of those names, but it's the names of the officers of the church as it was organized. And this is just a picture of uh, a couple of shots of some things that we had going on there. <clears throat> So our campaign started out at $5,000 and we've raised uh, $51.50. $5,000 was the minimum that we needed uh, to get the roof on. And we actually need more because the $5,000 included with what we have at the church wipes us out. And then we, then we don't have any money for utilities. So we actually need more. So I don't know if I, if I should go in and raise that. Do I, I mean, this is where I don't know how to use these programs. Uh, or do I just try to re continue to build on that? I do have letters out to members of our church asking for additional uh, one-time donations towards the roof. Uh, those just went out this week, so I don't have those back yet. I mean, I, I just, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, how to do it. And that's um, part of the problem is, uh, hi, Hunter. Good to see you there. I mean, I can get these things started and, and then what? <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, I really, I do, I have it, the, um, I have the description here talking about the church since 1921, some, a little bit of scripture where we're, you know, as Christians, we're told to go out and uh, make disciples. And that's, that's the mission of the United Methodist Church is to, to make disciples of all nations. Uh, and then I talk about that, uh, it, that it's not just a building, but it is a testimony because I believe we don't have an ornate building, but I believe that even in its simplicity, it is a wonderful representation of of christianity it's very basic it's very simple There's, it's not flashy uh, but we have a responsibility to take care of god's house and so um i do know some folks whose church is having some um structural issues well i shouldn't say structural because it's not about to fall in but they've had some roofing issues they've got some tiles missing and they 
they're wearing that as a badge of honor. This is, we don't put our money into, you know, how the church looks. Well, while, while I believe that God does not expect perfection, I think he does expect our best. You know, if our best is imperfect, it's still our best. And I think that's what he expects. So, I, I again, I'm not really sure how to um, how to promote this, and it's a shame because it seems so simple. But um, and then I have a quote from uh, the Reverend Charles Chadwick from December of 2020 that uh, talks about uh, the what the structure, what God's house means. So. It is it, to me. It's a very important mission. So I, I, uh, I think uh, I, I really need to promote it more, and I'm not really sure what to do with it. I know a lot of those programs have um, gifts. What do you, what do you give people? What kind of gift do you create to give to someone for donating to a church roof fund? I don't know. That's a question. I'd love to have you help me with it. I'd love to have you. Help me answer that question. Let's see. Oh, where was I? I was talking about the church roof. So that kind of has taken priority over a lot of stuff the church roof has. I wanted to touch briefly. I can't link to the article because linking to the article sends you to a paywall for the newspaper. But locally in West Virginia, there's been a story for... A, good part of this year about our corrections, West Virginia State Division of Corrections, and the some problems that are happening in our jails. We have several, I don't know how many regional jails we have in West Virginia, but there's a couple within uh, Rockthorne distance of me, and one of them is the Southern South Central Regional Jail, and then the Southern Regional Jail is a little further south, um, and I'm just touching on this briefly because there are none of us, this kind of really ties into the church thing, but there's, there's no perfect person. We know that. And we have a judicial system for those who break the, the laws that we have established as either a city, a county, a state, or, or the nation. And there are a lot of really bad people out there that do really bad things. And it's very easy to hate those people. As a Christian, I'm not supposed to hate anybody. And yet it is very difficult, especially when you see um, some of the drug pushers, some of the killers, some of the rapists, some of the child abusers, some of the animal abusers, and you just want to take them and wring their bloody necks. You know, you just it wells up in you and you just want to do something with them. But we have a judicial system for that. And flawed as it, as it is, remember, it's made up of humans. Humans are flawed and the judicial system is flawed. It's not up to us to take vengeance on people. And the, the headline of the story that I'm talking about, corrections officers charged in fatal assault at the Southern Regional Jail. Being incarcerated is not a good time. Even if you're in a federal penitentiary where you can play golf, as they say. I don't, I've never been to one, so I don't know. 
but they're designed as a punishment. Correctional officials are designed to keep down the violence to make sure that, you know, the inmates don't hurt each other because you are in a confined system. And while what these people are in jail for may be some of the most awful atrocities known to man, it is not up to us individually to continue or to add to their punishment or to turn around. Uh, turn our head and let something bad happen to these, you know, like inmates fight and stabbing and all this. We're not to do that. We're not to do that. And apparently in the corrections system in West Virginia, there has been a tolerance of abuse of the inmates. We're supposed to be better than the inmates. Okay. We're not supposed to be as bad. If you're sitting there fighting inmates one against each other like you would dogs in, in a dog fighting ring. That makes you no better than the people who are, are who are the inmates. So we've got to remember that even though we abhor something that they've done, if they're in the correctional system, we don't get to add to their punishment there. And good morning, Julie. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, we can't, we, as tempting as it is, we're not perfect either. There's a lot of people in our system who have been sometimes wrongly accused, but they had to serve their time anyway. Just because you're wrongly accused doesn't mean you get out of it. I'm I'm connected with a group called In the Innocence Project, and I connected up. They don't know me from Adam, but I've been following them on Facebook and stuff uh, for since my my son Brian first got in trouble with the law. Uh, oh God, it's been so many years ago. And the Innocence Project um, helps people get exonerated when they should be exonerated. And it doesn't mean that they haven't served. Some of the people that they get exonerated have served 20 and 30 years before they can prove their innocence. And some and some of them have been pleading, you know, I'm innocent and I want a DNA test, for example, and the, the, the system won't give them a DNA test. Those people are wrongly convicted. They're still in there. And if if they were in the Southern Regional Jail, for example, and we're being abused by the uh, by the correctional staff, and they're actually innocents. What what does that say? So we're not perfect as humans. The people in the correction systems are not perfect. And even if you if you're working for corrections, you don't get to add to the punishment of the people who are in there. That's up to the system. And even if we think the system is wrong, because my son, I honestly believe and will continue to believe to the day that I die, was not guilty of the big. And he did a couple things that, yes, he was guilty of. But the big charge that was placed on him, that we were never, never able to actually um, fight because of some other dumb decisions that my son made that added to the problems, I believe he was innocent of. And I know that he was mistreated in one of the facilities that he, one of them, and probably two, because he was in a facility in, in Massachusetts and was eventually turned loose. They dropped the charges. It took a year, 
but they eventually dropped the charges and and I couldn't be there because that was Boston that's that's a very long drive for me um and a very long flight I flew out there once it's it's a anyway um so there are people who are innocent who are imprisoned and jailed and we have to remember that and there are people who are guilty I, I get it so we we shouldn't be we shouldn't be adding to their to their troubles while they're in there we should be trying to help them get rehabilitated if possible help them serve their time and then you know what we're actually supposed to once people serve their time we're supposed to accept that but people don't that was another issue with my son uh you know, he was he was charged with something that i don't think he did he served Eventually, after um, he was worn down for a while, he took a he took a deal, like a lot of people do, um, just to get something over with. They'll take a deal. Um, and once he got out, he had people in this in the community that were uh, trying to force him to leave. They didn't want him here. And one of the things that ended up was he he committed suicide. So. We, you know, he, he didn't have a chance once he got out. People were ganging up in the sense of um, telling him. I mean, he didn't, they didn't beat him up or anything after he got out. I know he had bruises on him several times when I went to visit. But anyway, he, he committed suicide because he did not think uh, he could deal with the community. And that was a shame because he had finished his time. He'd served his sentence. Uh, and I believe if I had known of the Innocence Project at that point, he would have been exonerated. But anyway, that's all I was going to say about that. It's because the headline says correction officers charged in fatal assault at Southern Regional Jail. Corrections officers allowed an assault and somebody died from that. And that's that's not that shouldn't happen. We don't have the death penalty in West Virginia. And even if you wanted the death penalty, we don't have it right now. So that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it right. Sorry, guys. I was like all over the place on that, which is not, not new. Um, I didn't watch the, we're talking a little bit about current events. I did not watch the DeSantis versus Newsom debate. I don't care. I looked at it as clickbait. Um, neither of them have a snowball's chance. At this point, uh, Newsom is just trying to play the, oh, he's not a declared candidate, but he, he's, an, he's an attention slut, okay? He wants the attention. And he, he has, you know, California is in the state it's in, and you, you can't sit there and deny the state that it's in. And he even said... On that one interview, he they asked, he, he said, some people are saying that we're cleaning up the streets because of the guests that we're having, because the Chinese were coming to visit. Chinese, uh, I don't know what his title is over there, but anyway, because of his visit. And, and, and Newsom said, well, yeah, you clean up the house before you have company. Yeah, I don't let drug addicts poop in my floor at the house. I don't even let the dogs poop in my floor at the house. So I don't have to clean that up before I have company. So Newsom, I think, is just an attention-seeking um, tart. And 
DeSantis, I mean, he did some good stuff in Florida. I get it, but he he's just he's just cling, grasping at straws. And um, he had a good start. You know, people were really excited. But when but when the big guy announced he, he was going to run, everybody else was done. I mean, the only way, I don't even know if that would stop if Trump got, uh, pro, um, got convicted. I don't even know if that would stop the Trump train. Man, I think it's going to just bulldoze through everything. Mixing my metaphors there. I just, I, I really think he's just, and it, if it, my thing with Trump, my my thing with Trump, I, I you know his behavior. At one point, he, he well, and I guess he still is a multi million dollar playboy. Of course, he's married now. I think Melania keeps a tight rein on him, but he was a playboy, multi million dollar playboy. There was a lot of people out there that talk and act the way he did, and um, so I'm not surprised. But as far as him being reelected, my issue is if it's going to be his vice president has to be as strong a character as he is. Because Trump's only got four years. That's all he can do. The minute he gets sworn into office, he's a lame duck president. And he will be under fire unless he gets a sympathetic Congress. And remember, Congress is both the House and the Senate. You know, it's not just the House. The Senate's part of Congress. It's That's the, the name of the whole body there. Um, unless he has a sympathetic Congress, he's just going to have more of the same crap thrown at him as he did the first time. Did he get some good stuff done? Yes, he got some good stuff done. Um, but he goes in the second this second term, a lame duck, and on top of being a lame duck, being bombarded from all sides with um, impeachment after impeachment, because now they've got that started. You see, once once they got that started with him, they set the precedent, precedent, and that's all that's going to happen. One after another, one after another is what's going to happen. So if his vice president isn't as strong of a character as he is, man, it's just going to be messed up. That's my concern. It's just going to be messed up. No more, you know, limp-wristed Mike Pence kind of people. Um, he was just, you know, I, 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 he was just, I'm not talking about his religion. He was just milk toast. He really was. I don't know why he, Trump ended up with him but I, I don't also don't have a good um, suggestion for a vice presidential candidate for Trump but it's got to be somebody strong it's really got to be somebody strong and let me just touch a little bit about um, international news The big dog in the news is what's going on over in Israel. And yeah, some of the hostages have been turned loose. And that's that's wonderful. We need to have them all back. The big deal for me right now is the, um, the women's organizations, international women's organizations, sitting on their hands with a ball gag in their mouth. Because they're not saying a thing. Where's the, you know, where is the Me Too movement? Where is the not in 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 my country movement? Where where is the give our girls back movement? Where are all these people, the ones that said believe the women? You know, when when a woman says that she's been assaulted, you believe her. 
Where are these people, the hypocrites? Where are they? Are you telling me that they're okay with this? The butchering of these women, old women, babies? It's, I, I believe it. I believe it. There's no debate in my mind. You know, I stand with Israel. Plain and simple. Uh, Israel can be a flawed country just like we can. But there was no conflict. I mean, there was always been a conflict, but there was nothing going on. There was no uh, attacks, no bombs, no anything going on on October the 6th. So that was a type of a ceasefire. There, it had been quiet for a long time. Even our own government was talking about how quiet it had been. And then, boom, all of these people are dead. Where? Where are the women's organizations? They're nowhere to be found. And it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, I, I'm not, I, I don't, I used to be very strong eye for an eye, um, capital punishment type, but especially in the capital punishment arena, I, my views are changing a lot because there's a lot of misinformation out there and there's a lot of people who are innocently in jail. But what we saw on, I mean, and we saw it with today's news cycles and, and the 24-7 news channels, the CNNs, the uh, MSNBCs, the Foxes, all of that stuff. It's 24-hour news. We saw it almost in real time. And the videos that, that from the, from the cameras that the, the, uh, that Hamas was wearing See, Hamas isn't the people. Hamas is an organization. So people who are not a member of that organization are as innocent as the Israelis that were attacked. It's like it's like a it's like a version of the Klan. You know, it, it's not every citizen of the United States is a member of the Klan. Actually, not hardly any percentage wise. But anyway. Hamas is an organization. It's a, it's, it's a group of people who think that they have to destroy another group of people just because. I, I don't, I mean, I don't pretend to know all that stuff. I, I know what I see. I know the history that I've read and people can say that that history is flawed. I kind of don't think so. There's, there's too many people that, have uh, contributed to that history for it to be, you know, if too many people say the sky is blue, it's not a conspiracy against the sky being blue. Excuse me. I, you know, or the, I believe that the land of Israel is where Jerusalem is and where Israel is, does has been occupied by the Jewish people much longer than the Palestinian people have been around. I, I do believe, I mean, I can go back to scripture and look at that, that land, that was the land that God gave them. And I believe that's where they need to be. 
I just, I just don't understand. Well, I do understand actually when you get, when you understand that there's evil in the world, you know, Cain killed Abel. That's as simple as it gets. And I don't, but you, you don't, you don't attack women and babies that way. You just don't. If the women are in the army, that's different because you're shooting at the army. But to, to go and just grab up women and take them hostage and do the things that they've done, that's, that's not. And to, to bring us back full circle, where are the women's organizations that have screamed forever that women don't lie about these things and you can't treat women this way? And it's, it's, really, it's really bothersome to me that, um, that we hear nothing from them. <clears throat> So, uh, oh, I told you already about uh, the melatonin. Did I tell you about the melatonin? I think I told you about the melatonin. I, so I took some melatonin last night um, to help me rest better because I've not slept well for a while. I keep waking up. And then when I wake up, I'm awake for hours. I thought, okay, let's, let's try this again. And I did not sleep worth a squat last night. And I looked up some of the side effects on melatonin because I... I couldn't imagine that what I, the tossing and the turning and just the, the just general, I couldn't sleep at all, hardly, uh, was part of it. I, I go back to Mayo Clinic. I go back to Cleveland Clinic. I go back to the big dog organizations um, when I look this stuff up. So um, there's not a whole lot on the... Um, side effects of melatonin there is a list of stuff that it, like it could cause interactions with um like anticoagulants or antiplatelets it can it can um it can uh, increase the if if you want to call it effectiveness of anticoagulants and antiplatelet drugs um it might inhibit anticonvulsants i don't don't take any of those um it could worsen blood pressure of people who are taking blood pressure medications. There's a long list of things that melatonin can, um, can, um, can be countered for, um, or could increase. And daytime drowsiness after you take it is one of those. And I think that's what I'm fighting this morning. I have been just, beat plum to death feeling besides the fall that I had I mean it just when I got up this morning it was almost like I'd been drunk it was just I'm all over the place and I was not drunk last night thank you very much but so Mel I the only different thing that I did last night was take the melatonin so I'm thinking that melatonin is just one of those things that I can't take so um I I would suspect um perhaps if you're going to try melatonin I know doctors sometimes will, will suggest taking melatonin. He, the doctor suggested that for my dad. Uh, and get, and, and I, I'm not sure if he gave him, I don't think it was prescription strength, but there was, uh, it was a particular type dad had to get. It didn't help him. Um, but be sure and, uh, and read up on, on this before you in, invest in purchasing it. Um, because you don't want to end up like, like I've got with a bottle of it sitting on the counter. Cause Mr. Holstein, one of the doctors suggested he take that too. And, um, it, he didn't, 
he's not one to take any kind of medication unless he really has to. But there's uh, the Cleveland Clinic and the Mayo Clinic and a couple of the other ones have some suggestions or some um, potential side effects that you may want to be aware of uh, before you uh, before you start taking it. It can be count it can counter um, some of the medications you take. So, uh, like here's one: a secondary cause of hype hypomelatonemia, which is a significant, um, oh shoot, hypomel, it's the, um, significantly low, I'm sorry, significantly low levels of melatonin, um, you got to be careful if you're, if you're on shift, people will take it for shift work to help them get back on track and you got to be careful with it because it can really it can mess you back up so that's that if you're going to take melatonin please be careful and um, read up on it before you take it so that you know the side effects of it don't be like me a big dummy about it and uh, not taking it don't do that let go of that my mouse is sticking and it's dragging stuff and it's not supposed to <laughs> all righty i'm going to be one of the so, you know i'm all over the place and i really don't want to be all over the place i'm really trying to streamline and every time i try it i mess it up so <laughs> i'm sorry uh, i have signed up for a couple of um, uh, programs to help match up potential podcast guests and uh, I have, um, I just filled out the, the uh, information yesterday on one of them, Podcast Match, or I think it's Matchmaker, Podcast Match, anyway. And one of the guests, or one of the potential guests, is a guy that says he's the founder of Beternal, B-E-T-E-R-N-A-L. And Beternal is a memory preservation platform with a distribution system. Uh, and the guy says he would love to share with my listeners how saving their messages, knowledge, and wisdom for future generations will help them and their future. Now, I know quite a few, several of you guys are, are, are smart enough to, if you were reading that, it, and maybe even with me reciting it to you, you would figure out what he's doing. Now, do you want to, do you want to hear him explain it? <laughs> because I believe what he's doing and this isn't to down him I mean everybody has to start somewhere uh, I, I think all he's doing is recording or, or has developed or created a platform for you to record a message to your family and for people after your death so if I was um, Amelia Earhart I would you know record how I became a pilot, female pilot and what happened to me when I crashed <laughs> so that the future people in the future would be able to keep retain that knowledge but the more i looked at it i mean i'm sure you figured it too i mean he's just you could do this with youtube what why what and this might be questions for him and I, you know if you if you want me to reach out and, and try to have him on i'll do that um what makes his product different than like youtube how do we guarantee, because you know the guy's going to be getting paid. How do you guarantee 
that 10 years after you're gone, your message is going to be out there. Or is he broadcast? <laughs> Here's in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, he's, he's got a little broadcast signals, broadcasting it out to the universe where it's going to hang in the air forever. A big string of, of four letter words, like from the <laughs> Christmas story. <laughs> and he says he thinks some of his dad's language is still floating over Cleveland. I, I don't know. I, it's, I read that and I thought this guy is just, you know, it's taking video and audio and then saying he's going to keep it. It's going to be on the server somewhere for generations. I mean, we've already got that. You know, you can do that with YouTube. You can do that with Rumble. You can do that with Facebook. You can do that with all of these things. And you can set them up so that they're private. And then when you die, you give the give the code to your family in, in your will or whatever and say, by the way, I've left messages for you at this link. You know, hit this link or type this link in. And there you go. I, I, I mean... <laughs> That's that's what I'm thinking. So that was one of the two. I had another one. The other guy was just out there with. Um, um, it, it almost sounded like because he was talking about he had developed an algorithm, and I'll, I'll get this wrong, but it developed an algorithm to help you basically beat the stock market. Is what it, it was an investment algorithm, and I thought I don't know that I want to do that to you people. Um, and I don't say you people derogatorily. I, I just, I know there's not that many of you out there really that um, would be interested in that kind of thing. But just so you know, I am starting to look for uh, other other people to uh, come on as a guest. I'd like, I mean, if you guys wanted to come on and you had time, let me know. I'll get you on here. It's no big deal. It'll send you a link. Um, I do have to, uh, it reminds me, I have to get a... Uh, another drive i have gone i have filled up so many um cards with the video just so that it's not out there on the um on the cloud on somebody else's computer or somewhere else where i don't know where it is uh i mean i've got i bought that little box to put the the um sd car, sd cards in and um, i've already got a bunch of them full and I've got, I don't know what size that one is. So I've got four of the larger ones and a couple of those really tiny micro SDs filled. And what is that one I've got in there now? It's full. I don't know if I can, oops, get back in there. I don't know if I can uh, take that out while I'm sitting here talking to you or not. I don't think so. Oh, wait, maybe. Oh, move my, move my whole, whole machine is just sitting here on a uh, little cart, little thing. I can't get to it because I got uh, USB drives in the way. But it's enough. What I was wanting to do was get that out. Oh, maybe I can. There we go. To tell you how big it is that it's full. This one is, uh, oh, that's the adapter. Sorry for those of you who are going to be on the podcast that are here in the silence. So this is a 64 gig, 64 gig micro. Can you believe <laughs> when I first started using uh, 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 processors, uh, data processors, 
the card the cards we had man i don't have anything as big the floppy disks that we had and they wouldn't hold and enough to put a letter on a two or three page letter i don't have anything as big as those floppy i used to have a, a bunch of them that i kept just for nostalgia's sake and i got rid of them but um just that that 64 gig i mean those other ones they didn't have hardly anything on them compared to today i had one one time that kept telling me out of this out with new work and then working very long so um i didn't know anything about it i kept getting this disc error and i was telling the girl i don't remember what her name is now and how do you write on that you can't write on there what they are um I said, I keep getting this disc error. She about lost her mind <laughs> because it was full. And it was just a floppy. It was one of those floppies. Honestly, no, I won't go in there. It needs to go in there. I'm coming up on time, aren't I? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm right at an hour. It, actually, a floppy was about that big, really. It was It was huge. The big ones, the original ones, and this is just a reader. I'll stick it right there. The only other thing I was going to mention today, for those of you who do see the video, it, you'll—I've showed you this before. Um, in one of the groups, one of the Telegram groups that I'm in, where it's uh, mostly we're talking exercising and stuff like that, and trying to encourage each other to uh, exercise more. Um, it's one of Toolman Tim's groups that uh, um, Yozik uh, put together called Toolman's Camp Hope. And you know, so I, I'll, I'll get on there in the mornings and I'll say, well, I got my bike ride in today. And, and different ones will say they got their walk in and, and stuff. So we got to talking and um, um, some of you guys know Nicole Sauce. She was she's having a lot of work done to her house, so she's staying in a camper, and uh, she was talking about not being able to cook and different things. And I mentioned, and I sent a link to her, well, not just to her, it's to anybody in the group, but a link for this thing called a wonder bag. And I I had a I had um, a pattern for it somewhere, and now I can't find it. And I'm and it made me think, oh, I wonder how many things that I have lost over the years because the uh, the online platform is now gone and, and I didn't and the computer that I had with the hard drive it's all gone but this is the one that I made and it's it's hard for you to see I know because this thing is huge what I did was I took jeans and like I said I had the pattern for it and a wonder bag is just an insulated bag that you put around a pot so you 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 get some food started let's say you're fixing a pot of pintos pinto beans so you get your water hot, you get everything started, and then you cut the heat off, and then you put it in this bag, and you, you let it sit there all day. So you're not adding any more energy to it. Um, but it's cooking. It's kind of, it, I mean, it's like a slow cooker, but it's it's there's no electric added to it. And in some you know back in the olden times, it was called a hay box or a box, and uh, because you had a a box that was full of hay out there yeah and then you put your hot pot down in that box and it kept it insulated and whatever was in your pot was uh, cooking while uh, while it sat there so there was an organization that was selling these and part of the money would go to some uh to send some of these things down to africa to some of the countries you know less fortunate countries 
but I found the um, I found the pattern for this on the internet, and uh, I don't remember. I don't know if it was Pinterest. I was looking at Pinterest, and there was some there that looked familiar, but um, I didn't buy the pattern. I, whoever, whatever blog post I saw it on, there was no charge for the pattern, and so I made it. And a lot of these are calling for um, um, those little styrofoam beads like there are in um, bean bags. But I didn't make mine with this. This is what I made mine with. This is a, a fabric. And now I can't think of the name of it. And I don't have the packaging. But this you use this like in um, to make uh, pot holders and stuff. And uh, it's fuzzy. And it's got some like aluminum foil in it. May just be mylar, uh, but it's this is fuzzy. I don't I don't think that you can tell that, but it is. It almost feels like um, a wool blanket or something. But it's an insulation, and uh, you get it. I got this at at Sally's. I think it was at Sally's because uh, uh, Peace Goods has gone out of business. So you had to buy a lot, and I, so I had a bunch left over. So what you do. I mean, I put I put mine together, like I said, with with old jeans, and um, so this is this is a huge, huge round piece of round fabric that you have that I put that insulation in. Now the other ones have these different pockets, but they're using beads, like I said. So I use that insul that insulate uh, in mine, and you put it. I wish I, I can't. It's hard to do here, but you put you put a pot down in it, and you. And you draw the bag up around it. And so I used the um, the belt loops from the jeans and, and some um, twine to come through. Um, and you make this bag. You, you end up, you tie it so that it's, it's round. Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible video. So that it's round and your pot is setting in here. And this is insulating around it. And then this, this goes over the top. And gets tucked in um, and then keeps it warm keeps it heated and it just slow cooks itself um, all day but that's the one I made I don't know if I can get let me get to see if I can get to a um, a page real quick and show you what it's supposed to look like wonder bag <laughs> this is going to be the uh, the one that you can buy. Uh, let me find the picture of it real quick. This is not the right kind of picture I want to see about about Wonder Bag. I'll share this page here in just a second. As soon as I get a good shot of the bag itself around a a pot. Come on now. How it works. I'm sorry. I don't like to go over like this, but oh, this might be a good page here. Oh yeah, this is good. Let me see if I can um, if I can share the Um, that's not the page I want. I want this page. That is this page. I want this page. Oh, share this tab. There we go. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to uh, 
I'm going to enlarge this. Hopefully you can see. So what I want, this is how it's supposed to look when you get it done. So what you have here in these, uh, when, when you make your own, you put, uh, the, this is full of those little styrofoam beads. Now mine, like I said, I put the insulating fabric. And then the top that I made out of the bandana is here. You know, you put that over the top of the pot that you're cooking in. In this case, you see the pot's this. You see the edge of the pot there. And you put the lid on it and you put the, a piece of fabric. And then you draw the string around so it, it's all enclosed. Um, so that it looks like that. See, it, you can barely see. They're using a stock pot here. And the stock pot is down in the bag. And that's the lid that you tuck in here. And you just let it slow cook. And, uh, and uh, you don't need to use any other. <laughs> so I want to. stop sharing that now because I need to wrap this up <laughs> I've been going on way too long this, mo this morning and today is finger stick day so I can get over to dad's here in a few minutes and uh, in the uh, I don't think I have all of the links put in for today but I'm going to put um, the link to the gives and go and um to the church and if you would consider a small donation i would really appreciate it like i said we have the money to do the biggest portion uh, but then that wipes us out that wipes us out so i'm, I'm going to try to adjust that gifts and go if i can and how i do that after you set your um, initial goal uh, and if you have any ideas what what kind of things could a small church give to people as a token uh, of appreciation for a donation to a Gibson go I would love to hear it from you um, and I appreciate all of you guys swinging by even if it was just to say hello um, I don't have anybody say uh, over on rumble this morning sometimes we do and I do appreciate that and when you do say hello I like to let people know that you're out there so if you're on the podcasts please say hello to and I'll let you know um, I'll say hello back to you um, I'm going <laughs> to I promise I'm going to try to tighten this up so it's not quite so rambly in the future uh, I'm not going to get into a whole lot of the goal settings everybody's doing goal settings you guys are probably tired of goal setting but I do appreciate it if you get this far and you haven't already hit the like whatever version of like that uh, that is on the platform that you are enjoying or listening to me on i would really appreciate it if you would tick that so that we can tickle those algorithms also uh subscribe and you'll get to know when uh, when we're on in the future and share it out share it out with your friends who may be like-minded who may be uh they didn't have to be like-minded they could be kind of um oh um what did my, my grandmother used to have a phrase for it? Contrary, contrary. Uh, they'd like to chat. If you want to be on, let me know. Love to have you. Love to have you spend some time with you chatting about just anything, anything that comes up. But I'm going to call it now for that. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Stephanie, Hunter, and Julie for swinging by and uh, saying hello. I do appreciate it. And I'm going to click this around so that I can do it right this time. <laughs>
<laughs> sometimes I get it all fouled up. But uh, I'm going to go, and I do plan to be, I, as far as I know, we'll be live on Tuesday. I have to, oh, that may change. Dad's back specialist, his spine specialist is supposed to send him a notice of his next appointment. Who who knows when that's going to be? They don't let you make the appointment while you're there. They mail you the appointment and then make you call them to change it. So we'll see when that's going to be. But I do appreciate you guys. And I'm going to sign off for now. And I will see you on Tuesday. And uh, I hope to have a couple of videos out this week on some uh, um, food preparation and storage uh, things. And uh, hope you'll have time to see them. And look forward to talking to you again sometime. So we'll talk to you again later. Okay? Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments. Do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms. And look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time. Bye-bye.